Hello and welcome to Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space, the podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer, one movie at a time. My name is Joel. My name is Aaron. My name is Sarah. The movie this week was The Devil and Daniel Webster from 1941, starring Edward Arnold as Daniel Webster, Walter Houston as Mr. Scratch, Jane Darwell as Ma Stone, Simone Simon, I assume I'm saying that right, as Belle, Anne Shirley as Mary Stone, and James Craig as Jabez Stone. Seamus Stone. Jabez, Jabez, Jabez. Jabez! I would have sworn they were saying Seamus, because... J-A-B-E-Z is not a name. Consarnet. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you ever met anybody with the, with the name Jabez? I've never met someone named that and had them spell their name back to me. Oh, you just assumed that you knew what they were saying. I, I don't know. I, I met someone named Farron once, which was exactly how my name spelled, but with the letter F in front of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> wait, yeah. Wait, wait. F like, double A? Farron. I don't... Hey, look. I, it's like Aoife. No, no. It's like Bobby McFerrin. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. <laughs> Jabez. Ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. A lot of names in this movie. Everybody's saying Daniel and Jabez and Mary and... Daniel Webster. And Ma. Yeah, a lot of Daniel Webster. <laughs> Daniel Webster. So, uh... Sarah, you're the local historian. How much did you know oh, about God. Dabble Webster? Dabble. Dabble Webster. I'm not <laughs> Dabble. D- Dabble Webster. He I'm dabbles. Not, not good with history. I'm my, just kidding. My best friend is an anthropologist, and my sister is a history major. And between them, I feel like I'm hearing things all the time that I never knew anything about. Um, yeah, I was like, who the heck is Daniel Webster? <laughs> Yeah, while we were watching the movie, I, I uh, kind of slipped my phone out and I quickly did some some web <laughs> web search on him because I I started to get this like weird feeling while I was watching the film. I was like, this guy's important, like like not just movie important, like important and important. <laughs> and, and then I felt really stupid. It's like like he's a dude. He's a dude from history. I bet there are people that live in other countries that know who he is. <laughs> yeah. that I don't know. I suppose if they studied specific U.S. history, because, I mean, how many other famous senators or congressmen can you name off the top of your head? Just ones that eventually became president, I suppose. Or recent ones. Those aren't exactly famous. So, I you know, what are you supposed to do? All I knew was he was famous for orating, and he did not shut up in this movie, that's for sure. Take that, Daniel Webster. Oh, wow. The end. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I got the feeling that you guys didn't like this movie as much as I did. Is it just because you guys hate things that don't have color in them? No, I enjoy black and white films. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one just... Uh... No, there were there were a few moments that were great in this movie. Yeah. Uh, there were some great moments. Um, I just felt that overall it dragged, man. It dragged. 
Like, I felt like there was just something missing. I don't know. You know, it can't all be ninja stars and laser beams and uh, uh, long jury scenes. Oh, wait, this movie did have that. But it can't be all that stuff you like. Sometimes you got to watch a movie where the devil has a jury of the damned. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, let's see. I mean, what else was... Yeah, the parts that I thought were dragging were any part where they were talking about how great the country was, I guess. But, yeah. And that happened a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot in the movie. <laughs> but, but, that happened uh, a lot, Joel. <laughs> There's a lot of things in there that were just kind of dragged for me. But okay, cool cool moments for me anyways. I really enjoyed um, Jabez's mom. Is a really prominent character in my memory. Um <laughs> Yeah, she's a real fire plug, or just anything she said. Fire plug. Fire plug. Yeah, you know, one of those plugs that you fire with. <laughs> you plug a fire. Put that fire in the plug. There's a lot. Plug of... it up. She she really made the movie for me. There's yeah. some. She had some great. Just you know, her her expressions were really well done. She did a really good kind of upset mom face about things, and it was really believable. It's it's kind of unfortunate that at some point she kind of left the movie because she didn't want anything to do with this this son that had taken over her actual son. You know, the, her God-fearing son had been replaced by this person who only placed value on fun parties and money. <laughs> but how 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 did how did Jabez get to that point? What happened? Mm-hmm. What happened, man? I actually really liked this movie. Oh. Um, but I didn't like the guy who played the devil, and I didn't like the, um, stuff we had to listen to, the preachy stuff that Daniel Webster did. But I think that it was a really cool movie, and I think I would watch it again. It reminded me of a few movies that I think are well-known for being really, really good and really well done for their time. Like, there were some things that reminded me of Citizen Kane. There were some things that reminded me of uh, Wizard of Oz. Basically, it starts off in this really poor farm. There's a man whose name is not Daniel Webster, by the way, but it's about him. (laughs) His name is Seamus Jabus. 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 Ethnic name. No, I don't think so. I don't know where that comes from. I mean. If I had to guess, I'd guess most of these people are Irish. Was, American. Maybe it's biblical. J- Jabus does sound Irish to me for some reason. Mm. Mm-hmm. It does sound very. Uh... The only Irish person I saw was the devil. And the only Irish person I see now is the devil. No, I don't know if you're Irish. Or not. <laughs> I got, I got some in me. Ah, don't we all? <laughs> did you want it? Did you want to synopsize this? So, uh, I was gonna say. Well, you, you, uh, you went into it. I wanted to say this movie also reminded me of Grapes of Wrath because of the uh, the farming and the uh, the. How these people's lives were depended on. Dependent on it, yes, yeah. exactly. You got that sense from the film that it was like you know if the if the land didn't produce then they died. You know, like you, you literally like Jabez was in hard times. That's mm-hmm. how the movie started. You're right. And uh, well, he's just having a he's having a bad day when this movie starts. It's just you know pigs breaking their legs and cows falling on their wives and 
<laughs> was that the same day? <laughs> yeah, I it was. Fell it on was. my wife. <laughs> yeah, haven't you read that book? <laughs> Is that a Dr. Seuss book? Yeah. <laughs> one fish, two fish, my wife is under the cow. Uh yeah. I mean, uh you don't remember that? They were like trying to put they were putting the cow into the back of the cart because they were gonna sell it. That was like so they, they could get the seed that they needed to grow. And it, like the the wheel broke on the cart or something like that, and his poor wife just happened to be under and when that happened I was like yeah, he's going to make a deal with the devil so that he can get his wife back from the dead. Because she'd be dead. Yeah. The cow fell on someone. It, it's... I didn't understand that the cow fell on her. I just knew she got hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really sad. And that was the end of the movie. She died. <laughs> and... <laughs> why Why is this lull for you? What? What? We're talking. I am. I'm Do you not want me to look at you? Don't look at okay. me. Avoid eye contact with Joel. Okay, I'll just... My eyes are... Um, <laughs> I've got my blinders on Got your blinders on, on. Good, good. Yeah, this is good. Your voice got a lot louder when you cupped your <laughs> Okay, so, um, so... So, it was a movie about a farmer. Yeah. This cow Reminded... Let's, let's just do a quick synopsis because I don't want to go through the whole movie and you know like we had to the other times. Uh, the more we have to go through the movie, the longer the podcast ends up being. I don't think that would happen for this one because we know what happened in it. We weren't like speculating on what actually did occur. Okay, but... go ahead. Concern it. <laughs> What's going on? Why are you by the thirteen the original colonies? Yeah, by the thirteen original colonies, Joel and Canada. <laughs> Benedict Arnold, you <laughs> bastard! <laughs> <clears throat> okay, okay, fine, fine. fine. I, I'm going to breathe this free American air and go into it myself. <clears throat> that actually hurt. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. It's that five packs a day thing you got going on, Joel. You gotta, you gotta cut back. <laughs> so everyone's talking about Daniel Webster because he said that he wants to give money to the farmland or something like that if this bill passes. So that's why Daniel Webster's on everybody's mind. But their little town is not doing that well. You know, they they are right at the edge of beginning the next growing season, it seems like, and and poor Shavus and Jabus and his wife, they, I can't do it, sorry. <laughs> it's, I'm just gonna call him Seamus. Seamus! Because Jabus is a terrible That's what it sounded like. Jabus, Seamus. <laughs> Anyways, they, they're, they're on the edge, they're, uh, everything seems to be going wrong and he can't stop consarting all over Con the place. He's already feeling like God has given him the short end of the stick. So he, after all these bad things goes out, he runs out to the barn. He's he's ready to, I don't know. He's he's just really upset, right? He he said he would sell his soul. Well, what hap what happened was is yeah, there was a series of unfortunate events on that day, mm -hmm. and then yeah, he ran into the barn because he just couldn't deal. It was after he dropped all the seed in a puddle. That's right. All the seed he, he was going to sell. He bought all that seed, and it just. He ruined it. Everything goes wrong that can go wrong. That was just really upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. I'd sell my soul to the devil to... Ah! Oh! Aaron suddenly appeared. Oh, wait, he was here before. Joel! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you had a bad day, it seems. Well, guess what? I'll make you rich. What? Okay, that sounds... Wow, that sounds really good. 
Hey, what happened to that entire pie I had? Oh, I, it seems I've ate it, Joel. Oh, man. <laughs> it's devilish glee. That's not cool. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, sign this contract. <laughs> my my life really does suck. <laughs> Oakley dokley. Oakley Wow, that was great. <laughs> so he he signs up with the the devil, who I really liked, although uh, Aaron also Aaron said he was super annoying. He was annoying, dude. No, no. But I, I, I understand your opinion, but I just... I mean, he, was he was annoying, dude. He was the only one in the in the movie who was having a good time no matter what. Even when I he, guess that's true. In the end, when he ends up losing, you know, the, the contract with this guy, he's like, well, uh, you know, how about, how about a best two out of three? You know, he's still trying to have That's fun. because the devil just takes... He takes pleasure in your misery, Joel. He takes pleasure. Mm-hmm. And that's why he was smiling the whole time, Joel. Yeah. You Devil at, knows how to have a good time. You yep. looked at me like I was spoiling something, but this movie's from 1941. <laughs> the devil knows how to have a good time. That's true. The devil knows how to have a good time, man. The devil throws the best parties, okay? <laughs> no one ever doubted that. No. <laughs> I didn't. No. <laughs> but but uh, that that's not his, his problem. He's got other issues, aside from having a good time. <laughs> I really like the introduction of him. I mean, uh, technically, the first time we see him is when he's like, looks up the next person's name on his special book that, uh, you know, is going to be ready to sell his soul at any second. Sure. But when he shows up in the bar and he's like, my card, and then it just burns up yeah. in, the, in the flash paper. When that the guy flash paper out. stuff was awesome. A couple of things like that is so cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's fun. And then when he uh, when he shows Seamus, Shavis, Javis, that he really does have the ability to give him what he needs. He just hits the ground with his foot, and boom, all this Hessian gold comes out. Why, it's that Hessian gold that was lost so long ago. They, they, they hid it underneath your barn. All you have to do is sign this paper, Sarah. Sign away! <laughs> She's not going to sign. This is, my <laughs> boss is going to kill me. <laughs> okay. So, he signs. He's all happy. Ma Stone is immediately suspicious something's going on. She's got that look in her eye. He never has money, so mm-hmm. that right away she knows something's mm-hmm. off. And at first... He's talking about how seriously he's going to be super generous, right? He's going to give back to the town and everything like that. And Daniel Webster is coming into town, and you know he can't wait to meet him. And uh, it doesn't last. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he uh, he gets this lustful look in his eye and sleeps with his wife. Apparently, that had never happened before. <laughs> <laughs> Up until this point, there was no relations. That's right. Uh, you know, Mary, we've only been married for for ten years. We can't have any children yet. It'd be a sin. <laughs> what was that? At at some point when he, well, how he he plays horseshoes with Daniel Webster. That's right. Yeah, and he beats him. And Daniel Webster's like, something is not right. <laughs> no one's ever beating your horseshoes. <laughs> Looks like I'm going to have to be busting some ghosts. <laughs> he just thought he was an odd person who would just suddenly give speeches when they were supposed to be there for him. Yeah, that was a bit strange, too, when he just kind of took the reins on the speech thing right there. Mm-hmm. Felt really out of place. 
like maybe we were supposed to see how Daniel Webster would do, yeah. but then this dude who just sold his soul just like I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was really it was weird. But Dan, he he was pleasantly surprised yeah, though. Remember, yeah. he, he was sitting on the wagon. He was just like, "Oh, Jabez." Yeah, he's like, "I guess I don't I'm have Daniel to Webster anymore. Let's go get some booze. Yeah, let's yeah. be pals. Booze, everybody. More booze." Extra booze and some booze for you. Just kidding, that's mine. Yeah. I feel like we were really supposed to know who Daniel Webster was. Like that like if it was the devil in Abraham Lincoln or something. And then this guy, it's okay that that's his story. He's interacting with Abraham Lincoln and we all know who that is. We don't need to explain it. Like I feel like that's almost how it's set up. Mm-hmm. There's a very well-known character found it interesting, though, the first scene, we don't know who Daniel Webster is yet, but we see him writing, and um, and the devil oh, was, yeah. or, or, yeah, yeah, was whispering yeah. at him, but he was like, but Daniel Webster, no, 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 this this, this strong, patriotic man, you know, <laughs> he just, he, he just pushes him away. He says, no, no, out, or something like that. Yeah. It's, it's to show that even though he is this strong uh, character that is uh, noble and respected, that he knows the temptation of the devil. Yep. And that everyone knows, but not everyone gives in. Some of us are of stronger stuff. By, by us, I mean probably you two, because I sold my soul a long time ago for these socks. Ooh, oh. they're so oh. comfortable. <laughs> <sighs> so, I think after that, he... They have a baby... No, yeah. no, no, no. In between that, there's a point where Seamus, Javis decides that he doesn't want this contract anymore. And the contract is written out on a tree. In uh, just like the devil wrote it with his, his hot little finger or something like that. Exactly when he's going to come back for that soul. So he gets an axe and he decides he's going to go down there. Seven years. Yep. Cut down that tree. And right as he's about to take his first swing, the devil's like, So, you're trying to back out of a contract. And there's a really cool special effect when that happens. The special effects were pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah. That's when he throws the axe. <laughs> Burst into flames. <laughs> and then he does the moonwalk. Oh, you can't hit me with an axe. <laughs> I'm the devil. See, if he did do the moonwalk, I think this movie would be 100% more... Maybe, Either relatable for maybe me, Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt does the moonwalk in her version. Okay, cool. Maybe, maybe cool. that. Dad. Cool. <laughs> well, what's that version called? Like, uh, that? I can't remember. All right. Something, something to success. Or, oh, okay. Or, or, Shortcut to success. Shortcut to success. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Sounds great. <laughs> I want to see this movie where the guy throws the axe and then hear, like, thriller played like <laughs> the devil like just... <laughs> he's dancing with the pigs and the cow <laughs> yeah that'd be great that'd be great what should have happened is he should have thrown the axe and then it should have cut to Kurt Russell catching it and throwing it back <laughs> oh, oh. oh man wrist. oh man <laughs> There's our big trouble, Little China slash Daniel Webster crossover. Finally, <laughs> that's what America was waiting for. Daniel Webster puts his hand on Kurt Russell's shoulder. He's like, "I'm glad you came to help, Jack." <laughs> so, <laughs> so, the reason I brought up that scene is because this is the point where J- Jabus realizes that he's not going to be able to use his money to help 
Because um, the devil literally causes a hailstorm that destroys every field of grain except for his. And at first, Jabez tries to make the best out of it by saying, Oh, just come come work for me. I have more than enough grain and, and not enough hands. You guys, all you other farmers, come work for me. And most of them are like, No. You know, I've only ever worked for myself. It's kind of it's it's kind of a weird attitude. I mean, can you like imagine? A very prideful kind of. Yeah. You know. Well, at the same time, if you've been able to produce your own, your own, you know, what you can make on your own field, why would you go work for Jabez, some kid who can't even splint his pig's leg properly? You know. So yeah, I can I can see that being you know. Yeah, but I'm an old gonna, farmer. I mean, you know why would I? Yeah, they're not going to have any money. You know. Yeah. I don't think that it would have gone down this bad if he just had a pile of money. But the devil keeps pestering him all the time and yeah. messing with his stuff. Like, he would have been all right, I think. He he still would have had to deal with it seven years from now. But the devil keeps throwing him all these curveballs. Yeah. It's, not, it's not the deal he thinks he signed up for. Yeah. So his wife has a baby. <laughs> 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 I don't really remember what happens in between. They they cut in between, and there's oh, there, there's a bunch well, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, there's other stuff too. And uh, <laughs> the baby incident or incident <laughs> the, the incident <laughs> file under baby incident report. <laughs> the whole baby thing might not even be like a, a an important part of the movie, except this introduces a new character. Well, technically two new characters, but let's forget about the baby. It introduces one important character into the movie. That's uh, his new... Uh, she's just like a maid, right? A housemaid or something like that? Uh, Belle? Yep. So she's down stoking the fire where the previous housemaid was, and all of a sudden this woman is there, and she's supposed to be the seductress. And she is immediately. Like, he's like... Oh, your wife just had a baby? Huh? What wife? Oh, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah sure. mm-hmm. wait, wait. What's your name? The devil The devil puts this lady in his house. I don't remember who she's supposed to be replacing, but she makes a comment about being the replacement maid or the new maid or something. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember there being somebody like there, that. There was someone else in the house oh, okay. originally, but she only had like one line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw her, like, running upstairs with yeah. stuff at one point, and that's yeah. it. Was her name Belle? Yeah. For some reason, I thought it was something else. Bill. Is she supposed to be German, or...? She had an accent, didn't she? I don't remember. Yeah, there were supposed... I, I kind of wondered if this was, like, a German diss. Well, those foreigners, you know, they'll places. get inside your house and seduce your husband. <laughs> Why we need the Second uh-huh. Amendment to shoot him? I thought it was really cool the effects they had on her when you first saw her. Mm-hmm. Like they definitely did the whole like you know this is a very seductive woman like mm-hmm. you know special effect on her you know. Yeah. I made her like glow. Yeah. yeah. Everybody <laughs> leaned forward in their seats with their monocles. Got to take a look at this. And just to seal the deal, we have a little barn dance with the devil playing an amazing fiddle solo. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's some more cool special effects. Everybody dancing like that. That's groovy stuff. 
So he starts like a full-on affair with this lady, I think. That's what we're to it's assume. Implied. He's it's like, implied. He's like living with her. And he like, as the passage of time happens, he's like going out for horseback rides with her and his son. He built a mansion. Yeah, he built a mansion that she lives in with him and his wife lives back at the old house still. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, the, the mom, the both the mom and his wife remain in the other house. Um, and it, I feel like their attitude's like, well, he'll snap out of it. Like, you know, they're just like, <laughs> like his wife's just like, oh, he'll be back. You know, like, yeah, yeah. Pretty much so like, yeah, he's fooling around, but he's going to be back. Yeah. I'll just keep feeding the chickens she says and working the farm. Stuff, yeah. like, the mom, the mom is like, pretty mad like she seems like she's disgraced by it and she just wants to give him a guilt trip and make him feel ashamed of himself but the wife has this good pure heart and she's just like i know that he it this isn't really him if jabez says it's so then it's so Mm. and they had named their son after daniel webster right yeah And at that point, I think the the I can't their son Daniel. the wife reaches out to him. Or yeah, something? that's when Daniel Webster starts to make his move. That's when he realizes this young woman needs a little companionship. Oh, dang! <laughs> I suppose I could put down this moonshine jug for a little while. Oh no, you didn't, Daniel Webster. <laughs> <laughs> It's lonely on the Senate floor. <laughs> He's like always coming from and going to someplace. Yeah, this dude is we're, on the move. Yeah. This dude, he's mobile. He's making sure people know that he is helping them politically. He's got, like, he's got those two horses and he wants to use them. Come on. You know, it's almost like this movie is like like portraying Daniel Webster similar to like George Washington like chopping the cherry tree down. Yeah. Like you kind of get this feeling that it's like it's like building the mythos of this guy who's like able to fight back the devil and he's able to give you the the the, the good old like, you know, politics that you need. But don't worry, I'm looking out for you cuz I can fight the devil, <laughs> you know. Yeah, he's like a larger than life figure to these people. <laughs> so we're coming up to the date and Javis is unrecognizable compared to the way he was. He is he's practically evil the way he acts. Some of the things he does is just so selfish and so kind of gross. It's he like starts, he starts taxing those those guys he was gonna mm-hmm. try to help out. Now he's yeah. taking all they own. Yeah, he's no longer friends with them. He's all he's friends with all the other rich people that were in town before. That wouldn't have anything to do. You know, when we first saw them, they were talking about him being like a loser that they didn't want anything to do with. And now it's like, oh, it's our good friend. We're going to have lunch together. Yeah, now he has all these cronies and like these fancy balls that he takes his girlfriend to and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just remember the money lender guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What is that guy's name? Uh, I didn't write it down. That's uh, fine. He wasn't too memorable. Just there's a couple of nice smeagly moments. He was him. important though because he, in the beginning, when Javis goes to pay back his debt to this man, he pays him with those Hessian coins. That's right. And it shows that he, the moneylender, also has Hessian coins, so he knows. Yep, he knows how he got him. Mm-hmm. That knowing stare that he gives the coin. By having sex with the devil. 
I think the acting was pretty good in this movie. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking the lender did a good job, and the guy, Seamus, or whatever his name was, did a good job, and his wife. I mean, I think she was told to act that way. Yeah. Act like he was, you know, good, and that she knew he was still... A nice person. She was a stellar actor compared to, say, the the mom in Jungle Book. Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> yeah. She, um... It's like, subtle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there these actors seemed like they were prepared for the nuance that being on film needs. And, like I said, cinematography was almost on par with yeah. some of the special effects in, like, Wizard of Oz or Citizen Kane or, you oh, know, those yeah, kinds yeah, yeah. of shots. And yeah. I think that, yeah, I think the acting was really good. I just think the political stuff and the American history stuff was a little bit heavy-handed. It bogged it down. Yeah, and there I was mean, like... unavoidable for that time period. That's, I mean, you, you find a movie from that era that doesn't have that, it's probably a commie movie. Well, I, I would assume that there was probably someone who read over the script... And that was the person that would would give the money, the funding. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just a, a, an idea that I'm mm-hmm. thinking of. I'm assuming that someone looked over the script, and if there was a certain amount of patriotism found in that script, then then it was able to get, go through and get get the grant or whatever money. That certainly helped. Probably. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just makes sense to me. Yeah. Didn't, didn't we figure out this came out during World War II or something? Well, or? it was 19... I mean, it was released in 1941, so yeah. 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 So I mean, patriotism was a big thing then, and and being proud of, yeah, proud of being an American, breathing the free American air. And eat your Wheaties. But what year was this set in? You think? Oh, um, I have no. I mean, idea. if it was supposed to be the Dust Bowl, so what was that? The the twenties. I don't. I you know I'm not a historian. I one didn't of, see I, a car. One of us is going to have to be the historian. The only history I've really learned lately is I've been watching a lot of drunk history, <laughs> oh, yeah. Comedy Central stuff. Oh, there you go. And that stuff's pretty good. So yeah. we've decided Aaron is the historian for the podcast. Uh, Why don't we just look up when Daniel Webster was a politician? That's too easy. Do it. Um. Anyway, it doesn't take... Po- the film was made in the 40s, and it takes place sometime long ago before that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you looking it up? Yeah. Okay. It'll be a few minutes. I thought there yeah. was a Ramble, car. ramble, ramble. There were horses. There were cars. Aren't horses essentially cars? There were... There. What are the... Carriage? These hay prices are through the roof. I'll definitely... I remember that there was a... I mean, maybe it was just the East Coast because it's based in the East Coast. But there was a lot of mention of colonial... Colonialisms. Yeah, in the I film. thought it was early. Like, there was a lot of colonialism. What was like, the state he kept oh, saying? God. As long as you are a New Hampshire. New Hampshire was where the film was. As long as you are a New Hampshire man. That was the thing. And Daniel Webster was willing to help Javis because he was a New Hampshire man. Now that you're a New Hampshire. <laughs> Daniel Davis. Daniel Davis. Uh huh. <laughs> Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> if you were a foreigner, I would tell you to get out. <laughs> So it all winds down. Uh, we know that the time is running out for Javis's soul. He wants to throw a big party for some reason. He is determined to throw a party and invite the entire town. And Daniel Webster is going to be there. I sent an invitation. I know he's going to be there. And he seems like he's going crazy. Oh, and uh, we've already 
at this point been introduced to his annoying son, who doesn't listen to his mother, because his father lets him do whatever he wants. Concern it. Well, I don't know exactly when this film was made, but according to the internet, Daniel Webster lived from 1782 to 1852. So, so wow. Sometime before 1852. Okay. Well, now there's just big holes in the story because, the you know, certain kinds of technology just did not exist. No. Uh-oh. 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 Now. They had beer. They did have beer by then. Oh, they yeah. did not have beer. <laughs> no idea. 1830s, whatever. No. No way. Beer was invented in 1937. In 1939, we entered the war. No, I don't. So I don't know. when does the when does it get like Daniel Webster is involved with the family and the devil comes for the people and that's what I was talking about. He was playing the big dance. Oh yeah, and he gets the lender first. Is that what happens? Yeah, he's nobody shows up to his dance and he can't understand why. And Bell's like, "Oh, don't worry, they're coming. They're going to be here soon." And uh, the lender the lender gets there. And he's all freaked out because it's his day. It's the day he is going to be taken. And he knows it. And he's like, there's so many things I should have done instead of what I did. And then there's a crazy... Oh, that's when we start seeing the the crazy, like, I don't know, are they zombie demon people? Ghostly apparitions, I would say. Uh, Look, they've all arrived to the party, and they're just like ripping food off the table. Oh, yeah, just like... mm, No plates, nothing. Just just voraciously... Creepy. Eating it. It's like supposed to be the sin, like supposed to be like gluttony, Gluttony. yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Everyone knew about it. She said she was from just over the... Hill or something mm-hmm. over the mountain, oh, and they were, from, and over they the were mountain. from over the mountain too. That's her, that's her, um, whatever. Well, if they're not from New Hampshire, I don't want them here. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's that yes, that dance scene where the the ghouls there are all dancing at arm's length with each other, just turning around the dance floor, and there's like curtains. On inside this room that are kind of swaying, Bell takes the lender in there because uh, Jabez is too too busy trying to deal with his son and his wife and Daniel Webster not being there, and says, "Oh, let's go in and dance." And so they're all dancing, and the the lender is terrified. You know, we don't know what's going to happen. And then Jabez goes to go see where the lender is, and. The what is that? That's the curtains are all blowing at once, right? Yeah. And the lender is nowhere to be found. He's gone. He's been taken. Yeah. Over the mountain. He didn't get a chance at a fair trial. No. <laughs> you know why? And nobody you know loved why? him. That lender didn't have uh, Daniel Webster on his side. Oh, right. I see. He didn't have Ma Stone on his side. I thought it's because he wasn't a New Hampshire man. Oh, maybe he wasn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was probably from Jersey. He definitely had some very smeagly kind of hunched over kind of ways with his, like, money box, where he'd open it and he'd, like, delicately count, like, every coin. Yeah, that's like, true. You know? Yeah, I suppose. He was obsessed with that Probably coinage. supposed to be racist. And then, like, whenever someone would knock on the door, he would, like, scurry away, mm-hmm. like, hide the box. Climb, yeah. Climb into a corner. Yep. Yeah. Those were his main characteristics as a human. Yeah. 
So at that point, Jabez knows that he made a big mistake. He is really upset, and his wife and child have suddenly disappeared because Daniel Webster makes his move. And so he's running around town trying to find his wife and kid. He gets on a horse to chase him down, and Daniel Webster's got them in the back of his cart. He's like, you're my family now. <laughs> Say goodbye to New Hampshire. We're going back to D.C. And... I think they're just going to keep going on the road. It seems like he never arrives at a destination. No. He's Daniel just... Webster has no home. <laughs> mm-hmm. He has no home. His home is the bar. He just goes into every bar, every town, I'm rallies everyone totally. together to vote for him. Totally, totally. <laughs> Sleeps in the back of his cart. And just... <laughs> I mean, he's a gypsy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess that's one way to get votes, though, at that during that era. Just go to eat, you know, a button fall off my jacket. But, um, <laughs> yeah, just go to every town, go to every bar, you know, just have enough money set aside where you can just make sure you buy the whole bar around, tell them your name. Holy crap, that's like, I, I couldn't even imagine in the, the 1700s, I bet that was like, yeah, that guy's got my vote. Yeah, you know? right? That's yeah. how George Washington won one of his first elections. The first time he had this election, the his opponent won. And he found out the reason why was because his opponent was giving out alcohol. I knew it. For voting. I knew and it. so George Washington doubled up the next time. <laughs> and he won. But if he wrestled Daniel Webster, who do you think would win? <clears throat> After seeing that painting, he looked huge. I think, I think, Dan- I think Washington would Couple win in a wrestling Daniel match. Webster. Yeah. I think that Daniel Webster would win in a drinking match, though. <laughs> That's originally what they were going to do in the movie. He was like, oh, let's, uh, let's, uh, you can't outdrink me, devil. Let's do that. And the devil's like, yeah, let's have a trial instead, okay? So that's what happens. It, it eventually. Doesn't it go, um, doesn't the film proceed to him running into the farmhouse and then he finds the devil in there once again? Right. On the day? Of his his departure, Javis is in there, yeah, having apologized to his wife and child for what right. he did, and he's he goes, yeah, he goes in the barn, he's ready to accept what it does, and Daniel Webster's like, ah, give me that booze, I'll oh, win this right. thing for you. That's right. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like a jug or something. Yeah, that was, that was, that was his payment, his payment for being his his his, his uh his lawyer essentially. Jug o' moonshine. <laughs> That's really weird. I gotta get sloshed here before I can defend you. And he's, he was sipping on it too. Like, yeah. He was, yeah. The thing where you rest it on your arm because it's it's heavy, so you have to have it up there. You don't want to drop it. It's just four sheets to the wind, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll fight the devil for you." <laughs> With our good old American Constitution. It's free, fresh New Hampshire air. <laughs> Have you seen our horses? <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, man. So they decide they're going to have a trial where the devil has a jury of his peers, which are ghouls of damned uh, well, supposed evil to be, people. They're supposed to be Javis's peers, but they're all, yes, the jury of the damned. His peers are Benedict Arnold. One of them is Ben. Cap- Captain, <laughs> Captain Cook. Captain Cook. Another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> judge Hawthorne was the judge. He looked like Nosferatu, but uh, apparently, 
Judge Hawthorne was a real judge and was like the grandfather, a great grandfather of Nathaniel Hawthorne, who is the, uh, I, he wrote the Scarlet Letter. Shut up. Cool. That's what I read. Right on. Could be BS. I don't know. Hey, I'll, I'll, t- I'll take it for... You know the internet. Mm-hmm. It's got words in it. And tubes. So... So, yeah. Then we have a courtroom scene. That's right. And in the end, the devil wins and... The end. Everybody dies. <laughs> we get a little bit of a, another preachy speech from... Uh, Preachyspeech.com. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like he doesn't even get a chance. Like yeah. he just has to give a closing statement or something. Yeah. He doesn't even get a real chance to argue anything, but then he he gets a chance for a closing statement and he starts to look in the eyes of the damned of the jury and he's like trying to relate to them on like a human level. What, what does he say to them? You, you said something really good. You said that you were absolutely positive that this was a monologue that people used when they were trying out <laughs> for stage roles. Okay, yeah. I have had to sit at the front of a casting before where uh, I used to work at a professional theater company where people acted on stage. And there were a few times where the casting director asked me to do sort of a pre-interview where I took down everyone's information and their acting resume and their headshot and everything. And and uh, and I have taken acting classes before long ago. But um, you have to memorize these kind of monologues. And I just made a... <laughs> I just made a joke that I was sure that people had read this um, Daniel Webster monologue at the end that they, you know, especially those that are particularly patriotic might have presented this as their best, you know, speech in a casting, um, (laughs) in a casting call. Um, I've seen a few really poor choices when it comes to (laughs) which... uh, which monologue to do in a I casting? Only, I could only imagine. I could only imagine. <laughs> really long. But he, like, calls out the jury. Like, something in what he says, he, like, calls out the jury and says uh, something. good-born Americans. You know, before Benedict Arnold, before you betrayed our country, you stood for what was right, what was good. This free American air. New Hampshire. Rum. New Hampshire. Rum. (laughs) (laughs) Concern it. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, Looking at it, it's really long. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to interrupt you real quick. Oh, no, no, I'm done. I just really liked the effects that they did on the, 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 the jury of the damned. Uh, they, they even looked even more like spooky, spookier. They looked spookier. Than 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 the uh, the the party the party uh, ghosts. I thought I thought I just thought it was really cool. It looked really awesome. Yeah, I think that's a great scene, and I that's what this movie is known for. I mean, yeah. you've seen that uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode. Yeah. yeah, Homer sells his soul for a donut. Yep. Have you seen that one, sir? Yeah. And then he puts the donut on Daniel Webster's head. No, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, it's a real. Like a To Kill a Mockingbird kind of a scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, but it's very, uh, I, I mean, I get his point is to try and convince these souls that at one point in time they were 
good people too and that they should give Seamus a chance. Yep. yep. And then they just rip up his contract. Which is, you know, if that happened in a trial, if they, if, if during the OJ trial, they just lit the glove on fire and went, he's free. I don't think that would have worked. Judge Ito would have been banging that gavel. I want to see that. That's pretty amazing, Joel. <laughs> I say the Menendez brothers are innocent. Yeah, reaching back to my 90s stuff. Listen to this. Oh, that's fine. Then we have time to christen a jug. Old Medford rum. Ah, there's nothing like it. You know, somehow or other, waiting becomes wonderfully shorter with a jug. I saw an inchworm once take a drop of this, and he stood right up and on his hind legs and bit a bee. <laughs> he was really excited about that rum. Daniel Webster likes his rum. Yeah. All right, then. <laughs> As we established in the beginning of the movie, he's not a perfect man, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, temptation of the devil, a uh, little alcohol on the side. But, you know, he's still a good man. You know, after, after talking about this movie with you guys, I think I realized it was actually more entertaining than, than, I, than I thought when I was watching it. Definitely. It's because you have the devil whispering in your ear going, Apparently. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of, um, in, the, in the poor meager beginning part of it it reminded me of like um how green was my valley and like you were saying um grapes of wrath mm -hmm. and like the good earth just situations where people were destitute and willing to do anything it took to sort of survive um but i yeah i think that the the magical qualities in this movie were really interestingly done. I I think that it could have... I wonder what this story could be like if it wasn't the patriotic version of it. Um, I imagine that's what that terrible-looking remake is. Well, no. I think what she's trying to say is, like, like perhaps maybe a little bit less heavy on, like, the, the America hmm. thing that's going on in the film. The boring yeah. part. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of a... I guess by casting Daniel Webster as a character, you inevitably had to have scenes like that. If they had chosen somebody else, like, I mean, who who do you think would be a good replacement for Daniel Webster as the defender? Or, you know, the... Oh, during that time period, I wouldn't know. Well, okay, I just wouldn't. just pick from any time period. I mean, let's say that he opens a portal and Robocop comes through. He would be a terrible defender. Yeah, Robocop would just flip a table and shoot him, or, mm -hmm. dead or alive, you're coming with me. Oh no, my soul. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's an interesting idea that this person who is very poor and desperate um, gets this proposition from this magical character that can turn things around for them, but there's a cost to pay for it, and then... I think that the story, could, the idea is really interesting, and that it, it's probably something that's happened in myth, like for. Oh yeah. I mean, how many other stories can you think of that have something like that? Rumpelstiltskin, yeah. like um, that he reminded me more of a Rumpelstiltskin than the devil. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, he was. I mean, I don't, I don't really know. Annoying little Rumpelstiltskin. Oh, yeah, definitely. yeah. Definitely. He was a he was a goofy goofy. Uh, you know, he's, he's like Loki in the Thor movies, the modern Thor movies. 
You know, he's he's a playful evil guy. <laughs> he's still evil. Yeah. He smiles a lot. He's not as sexy as uh, Tom Hiddleston. He's a but puckish character. Exactly. He's a yeah. schmuckish. Puckish. Definitely that fiddle scene, though. That yeah. Was, that was that was probably the uh, his best scene. So I, I, there is. I do want to talk about one other part about the movie because this I think is. It strikes me as. It doesn't strike me as odd that you guys both feel this way about it, but it wasn't as, like, impact. it didn't have as big of an impact on me as it did. When at the end, when he looks through his list for his next victim, and he looks at the camera and he breaks the fourth wall, you both, I think, threw up in your mouths. Is that correct? It was just a little cheesy for me, anyways. I mean, I saw the impact of what they were trying to do, and, and it was kind of one of those ones where, like, he was, like, he was, his eyes were like darting across the screen, like looking at the entire, like, like if you were in a movie theater or something like that, like he's looking from like the left, looking to the right, and then he sees you and points at you, you know, yeah, kind of a thing. You know, but you could see it coming from like a mile away, yeah, of course, you know, and yeah. you just, I, I was just kind of like, uh. <laughs> uh Such a cliche. We're well, all sinners. But this is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And we all got something we want to sell our souls for. Me? I need another pair of socks. I know I said these are fine, but now I think I need some new ones. Sarah? Hmm. What would you like? What would I sell, what would I sell my soul for? Oh. Hmm. Just right now, off the top of your head. I wouldn't sell my soul. This, this is not actually going to happen. Oh, I, I haven't said anything up. And here's the devil! <laughs> no, I really wouldn't. Okay. I'd probably rather die. Okay. She Even would sell her soul. If someone came up to me and they were to sell like, her soul. I'll give you a million dollars if you pretend to sell your soul, I probably still wouldn't do it. Well, and not because I add that, lend that much credence to it, but just because I don't like games. I don't like it when people are manipulative or they... I think if something is too good to be true, it probably is. Maybe I'm more skeptical than you. I don't know. Yeah. Well... And frankly, I don't believe in the devil, so... I will say, I will say that there was a uh, Dungeons and Dragons game that I played in perhaps a month ago, where my character did sell his soul. Oh dang! <laughs> and it was uh, what happened. <laughs> what happened was what happened was is um, the character was uh, was attempting to do, to move from one room to the other, mm -hmm. and there were two demonic beings protecting the door. And so, um, everyone else wanted to run in and battle these guys. And I'm like, but my character is more persuasive. Yeah. So I thought I'd be able to out talk them. Uh -huh. But the dungeon master was used to crafty. Uh, he was too crafty. Yeah. And so I was trying to, I was trying to, I was trying to, you know, I had like a, like some magic items I was going to like try to barter with the demons to allow us passage. Uh -huh. But, um, they, they turned it around on me and it became a like, well, we're going to eat you unless you give us your soul. You know, but but what would you trade your soul for? And we needed to get to the other room to, to, to save one of our party members. Mm -hmm. So I was like, pass it through this doorway for my soul so we can save my friend. Wow. And, uh, and then and, uh, it ended up being an illusion, and they were actually not demons. But there was a moment there where I felt, like, like really bad. Like, I'd done something, <laughs> like, so horrible. And I was just like, oh, no, why did I do this? <laughs> In D and D, I think that's different, especially if you fail your check. What choice do you? Have? So I know you would you would sell your soul in D and D for those uh, boots of elven swiftness or whatever, right? Yeah. 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 
So there, we've decided. We'll sell our souls in D&D, but not in real life. <laughs> what is the, what's another big thing you can do if not selling your soul? Like, what else? Oh, you something that has the same worth as a soul? No, just something that has a lot of worth to you. Not as much as a soul, but, like, what else could you barter with that was, like... No, like... I mean, the, the other things I can think of that are things that I would not barter with. Like, uh, I was thinking, like, what's as precious as a soul is supposed to be? I was thinking my cats. Oh, God. <laughs> I would never, no. never, <laughs> never barter my no, cats. very true. Very true. Or, like, a child <clears throat> Neither or would something. I. Yeah, children, whatever. My cats. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I was thinking more, like, plasma or something. <laughs> I use it anyways. I give that away for free, for God's sake. You know, who needs all this plasma? Aaron, would you like some? Oh, oh, geez, don't do that. Uh, it's everywhere. Get a bowl. Your arm? An arm? I remember online, I was like, I need to make some money so we can get better equipment for the podcast. Uh, does anybody want an ear? I guess I only need one. See? But um, Circular. No, what? Who's joking? Seriously, hey, if you want an ear, uh, please don't podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I thought you were asking for an ear. No. Too easy. So all in all, let's get this. Daniel Webster, the Devil and Daniel Webster. I think this movie should be called Seamus. (laughs) (laughs) Not even the best name. Best name. Who's Seamus? There's nobody named Seamus in the movie. It's just the name of the movie. Okay. (laughs) And the actor that played Seamus was so good. He was really good at being. The nice swell guy in yep. the beginning, and he was really good at being a jerk at the end. He kind, he kind of, he kind of went through like a Walter White kind of thing, mm-hmm. like a very. <laughs> yeah, he he was almost like a melodrama actor, but better. Like he was really good at exaggerating himself. That's what I like about all the uh, actors in the movie is none of, none of them struck me as like people who were silent film stars. I'm sure some of them were, but. They weren't doing that thing where they mug for the camera, you know, uh, or their eyes—they they get the cam- let the camera focus in on their faces or anything like that. It was all—it was you know—you could see this kind of as a stage play, minus the uh, some of the special effects, because I don't know—they're all practical, they're all fun. The effects awesome. were really cool, but yeah, there were definitely scenes that could have been set up on a stage, especially the house. There were a lot of things that happened on the front porch or right in the house that you could have done on a stage easily. Even back then, you could have. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a play before it was a movie. I just realized the person who played Ma Stone was in Grapes of Wrath, so... Hmm. That's cool. (laughs) I just want weirdos to stay away from me. If a guy like that came up to me, the devil guy, I would just be like, no thanks. (laughs) Have a nice day and all. But... Well, I, I think I think unlike unlike Seamus, you have the common sense to realize that something's going on here. You know, no matter how desperate, you know. I mean, things are really bad. I mean, it's not like he's he didn't sell his soul just willy nilly. He didn't like stub his toe and sell his soul for that. He things were things yeah. were terrible. Yeah. yeah, they were really terrible. Like I said, I I think that his wife probably was on her deathbed. I think that was probably part of the deal. I mean, you can't just have livestock fall on you. I mean, we can go out and test this if you don't believe me. No, thanks. No, no, Aaron. I kind Aaron, of, I think we need to test this out. Uh-uh. I kind of Aaron, wondered if when he... I've already no. set up the cow. 
Already outside. Come on. Come on. Already gone. Nope. Already nope. in my Come car, here. driving home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not I know where you live. You have a cow <laughs> in your car? No. Joel wanted to drop a cow on me right now. Ain't gonna happen, man. I mean, not a big cow. Medium cow. Nah. Leave the cows alone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna make a petition. How do you feel about a ta- sheep? I'm gonna talk to Daniel Webster. We're gonna, we're gonna nice, stop you. <laughs> a nice, soft sheep. <laughs> we're gonna stop you. I gotta Aww. dig up Daniel Webster. <laughs> I gotta get some rum. <laughs> Pour it on his grave, and he shall appear at midnight. Daniel Webster. <laughs> That's the good stuff. Who's Daniel Webster? <laughs> Once again, in the end, who's Daniel Webster? I don't know. Would you recommend this movie to people, guys? Oh, yeah. I yeah. Would. This, this is a viewable movie. This is not Death Machine. This is not... Um... <laughs> Death Machine's a viewable movie. It's just a, not good. <laughs> It's not like Parts Per Billion. Yeah, okay, this is not Parts Per Billion. This is a movie that actually has some flow, regardless of the boring parts. I would watch it again. I'd watch it again. Mm -hmm. I probably will pretty soon. I really, I enjoyed it. And uh, I feel like I have to study parts of it. Yeah, I I feel feel like I need to know who Daniel Webster is. But not that. <laughs> I gotta look this guy up. If you listeners... Who's Daniel Webster? If you, if you listeners know who Daniel Webster is, <laughs> good for today. you. <laughs> yeah, you get a pat on the back. You, you are way smarter than me. A bottle of rum? <laughs> who was Daniel Webster? Where was he from? Was New Hampshire really that big a deal? <laughs> we now go to our crisis hotline. I don't know how that part goes in Unsolved Mysteries. That didn't even sound like any Robert Stack or whatever. Update. Update. I give us all bad dreams. All right. <laughs> so let's let's call this over. Uh, next week. We are going to watch a special movie. Aaron, would you like to tell us what's going to happen? I think we're going to watch, uh, recommended uh, to us by uh, uh, Campo. Uh, we're going to watch um, Please Save the Green Earth. Please Save the Green Earth. Or it's just called Save the Green Earth. Yeah, that's it? what it is. Save the Green Earth. Is she, uh, she going to be with us to I, talk we'll, it We'll up? find out. I don't know. Okay. Well, hopefully she is. And if not, we will do her justice. Cool. I promise. Cool. We'll not let her down or let anyone else down. So, until next time, one, don't sell your soul to the devil. Two, don't drop any cows on anybody. Three, rum is delicious. <laughs> any other lessons? It's a good thing we're all Americans. Ah, That's right. And four, move to, move to New Hampshire. Hampshire. <laughs> See you next week. Bye, guys. Bye, I'm Aaron. Bye. You come the man with a look in his eye. It's fair on nothing but full of pride. Look at him go, look at him kick.